0: what's up guys so we're here today talking what episode is this night yes ninth. wow you can't even remember Ninth, nice, dude that's crazy but today we're
1: talking about confidence and identity what do you mm-hmm. put your confidence and identity in yeah uh we're just going to be talking about uh kind of like the wrong things to put your confidence in from experience knowing uh what that's like uh and the right things well there's only really one right thing or right uh one right person to put your confidence in and that's the lord that's right.
0: But uh, we always like to break it down before we get into it. And I wanted to give the definition. So we're proper and etiquette here. Proper and etiquette. It's the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust. And it's also, I kind of like this one too. The state of feeling certain about the truth of something. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Feeling
1: certain. Like, like I kind of want to use the word confidence to describe confidence, but. It is really just trust, honestly. Trusting yourself or trusting whatever you're putting that into. Um, but but what, we kind of wanted to throw identity into it, too,
0: because mm-hmm. they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. What you put your confidence and identity in. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that actually reminds me the uh, you know, the other day, uh, I'm starting to go bald, you know. Oh my gosh. And uh, <laughs> so I got a rabbit tattooed right her here. And some people from a distance uh, said it looks like a hare
1: but uh oh my gosh you know what just off of that let's get into some prayer yeah uh, I'm just gonna take day. the hats off uh dear god thank you so much for this amazing day that you gave us and um, i just pray that above anything else that uh, you help us to encourage the people listening uh to learn from our experiences and uh, know that uh, there's only one place to have real confidence and that's in you lord and to have real identity, and to uh, have a confirmation of our purpose, and that's in you. And I just pray that we can encourage these people listening uh, just to honor and glorify you in everything that they do, and uh, to know that real peace comes through you, and real joy comes only through you, Lord. I love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. First, we're going to talk about
0: what most people put their confidence in Mm -hmm. and how they do that. So Caleb, why don't you start off
1: with the first one? Well, first we're gonna say, and we say this so much, we're gonna talk about social media. So I see people on the daily that like, you know, they post a picture and they put like their confidence in how they look and how they appear. And okay, getting into that, I wanna talk about, uh, I-, I might've talked about it before, but like Tim Tebow's wife, Demi, uh, Demi Tebow, she talked about how, you know, she's Miss Universe. Woo, Well, she's tough. She's Miss Universe, and she was talking about how sometimes whenever she would look in the mirror and she would like put her makeup on, she would get confidence. You know, she'd be like, oh, I'm beautiful, I have confidence. And like whenever she went to her pageants and stuff, she'd be like, mm, you know, she'd have confidence. As soon as she took it off, she said that her confidence went right away with it. And I love that analogy. Like I love, uh, you know, whatever you put your confidence in, like, like let's say social media, you put your confidence in how you look, then as soon as that goes away, bam, your confidence goes right with it.
0: Yeah, and I think you said a great point earlier. Um, you said uh, a lot of people today are more worried about
1: looking successful
0: than being successful.
1: Yes, and well, it's everything's about looks, and it's because everyone's trying to please somebody. Everybody wants approval and everyone wants validation, and that's kind of where the identity thing comes in too. The only place you're gonna find real validation is in Christ, that's right. and that's it. Because it's like this, it's a continuous pattern. Okay, I'm gonna try and find validation in my friends. I'm gonna try and find validation in my social media, and it's like I'm gonna post. I'm gonna get a few likes. It's gonna feel good for a while. As soon as the likes and comments go away, bam! I'm right back where I was.
0: Exactly, and that's everything because everything in this world is uh, temporary.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure, you know. And with people, you put your confidence in people. Those people will fail you, um, and they may not try to, but they will. Yeah, it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. And then leading into that is also the abilities mm-hmm. god's gifted you all sorts of abilities all are, all of ours are different mm-hmm. and some aren't but uh when you put your confidence in being a hooper being a uh football guy, player yeah football guy, i mean it's it's all these things that everybody can tell you that mm-hmm. goes away at some point
1: yeah and and, and i want to say that a little you know like especially when i was in junior high not as much when i was in high school but still a little you know, I put a lot of my confidence in my ability to play basketball, and it was like, you know, whenever I had a good game, I'd be like, oh, yeah, and stuff. But if I had a bad game, bam, that confidence would go right away. And it's like we have to remember to put our, our confidence in things that will last. And this does God. That's the only thing. And I've been there, and when you put your confidence in your abilities, it's not your abilities, it's God's abilities that he's gave you. Right. And when you understand that, you will be very humbled. And like when I began to understand that, like Tim Tebow always says, it's not about being the best, it's about being your best. It's about being your best with what God gave you. And when you understand that, you'll appreciate it more. You'll appreciate the fact that it's not like, uh, what's the word? Like, whenever you have abilities and stuff, they're literally not from you. They're from God. And when Uh, you understand that, you'll— My perspective changes. Yeah. And Jeremiah 17, 7 says,
0: But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Mm -hmm. So, guys, when you trust in the Lord, I mean, I got it right here. Hey,
1: turn me up. My boy
0: tatted. (laughs) Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll guide your path. So guys, and that's going hand-in-hand hand with having confidence in Him. When you delight yourself and you bring yourself to the mm-hmm. Lord, He'll guide you. And uh, you don't have to worry about any of these attributes falling like social media, people,
1: all these things. They'll fade. One thing that doesn't, God. Yeah, I mean, those things are just always going to fade. And, and listen, you're going to experience it at some time. Like at some point, when you put your confidence in social media people or whoever... At some point, maybe not yet, at some point it will fail you, and it's gonna hurt really bad. Been there.
0: Moving on, uh, the next topic we wanted to get into was the cocky and the confidence line. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So guys, this one, there's a fine line between these two, and that kind of goes out there. So with the cocky, you see it every day in some people, a lot of people that think they're this or think they're that, and you can tell those people really aren't putting God first. So think about that when you're when you might be the person that's been like, Yeah, yeah, what you know about that, what you know about this. People that might not mm-hmm. ever see God are seeing that.
1: Yeah, well it's really it's like arrogance. Right. It's like thinking that you're better than I, I don't wanna put it that way, thinking you're better than you actually are, it's really when a lot of your confidence is in yourself. And whenever you have self confidence like like okay, last night we were at uh, we were in the weight room and uh, it was me, Devin, uh, Braden Jones, and Blaine Bufford. Shout out to Braden. Uh, but we were saying um, like Braden used an example. There was a door, and he was we were talking about self help. Okay, I, I talk about the the concept of self help all the time. They're goofing up They're in goofing there. They're goofing in there. Yeah, no, but I always talk about the concept of self help. Okay, a lot of people I see on Instagram uh, sharing. Uh, Post on their stories and stuff. Oh, like look to yourself to do this and do that No, like Ben Braden used a perfect example So he had the door and he said all right, so imagine this okay imagine this door right here is really cool All right like this is a, like like a lot of the stuff you can do and the door is right here and he's like This is you trying to open the door and he's trying to open the door and he couldn't and then he's like now imagine like, this is God, and God comes and opens the door for you and, and like, brings all these other things. And he was like, God's the only person that can open that door. So, like, with us, we only have so much ability. We can't open that door, but God can. And offer so much more. it's yes, for so much
0: more. And that comes in with eternal life in every situation like that. When you put it in Christ, that's forever. Mm-hmm. We talk about forever a lot because the time here on earth is short. Stop. I think my dog just ate some paper.
1: He did? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what? Real and authentic. We'll keep it in here. PD, I love you. Go away. Go See away. You See you, buddy. Bye.
0: Alright, next we kind of want to tie it, turn it into how to have that confidence, that mm-hmm. right confidence. So... Go, side. Go. Golly, this dog, he's goofing today.
1: Alright, I'll, I'll take it for you. So the, the real way, the best way to have confidence, I believe, is scripture and prayer. Like, reading uh, whenever you know what to put your confidence in. Um, you know, like, Joshua 1.9, uh, it says, Do not be discouraged, do not be afraid, uh, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Right. And that's one version of it. I and, mean, of course, there's, like, many different versions. I mean,
0: Psalms 23, As I walk through the valley of death, I shall that for the Lord is with me wherever I go. Your rod
1: and your staff, they comfort me. Right. Ooh. 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 Me yeah, but... um Listen, whenever you put your confidence in who God says you are, God says you're loved, God says you're strong, God says that uh, he formed you in uh, like, in your mother's womb, when God, like when you put your confidence and your identity in who God says you are, it's unlimited because no matter what people tell you, you don't, I don't wanna say you don't care, but it's like, you you can't be shaken. Like your identity can't be shaken by what other people say that's right or wrong. So like if people are telling us, hey man, y'all are weird for doing this podcast thing. Okay, who cares? Our identity is in Christ. And we know that this is helping people uh, in what really matters. So. That's right. I like that, man.
0: Yeah. All right. Now we're going to talk about the humbling, confidence, cocky thing. Mm. Shit my hand, pal. <laughs> so I wanted to tell a story. We both have some stories lined mm-hmm. up about being humbled in a way that Sets you back and kind of realizes, put things in perspective of mm-hmm. what direction you're going in. So, <laughs> I was in 8th grade, we were in 8th grade, and football, baby. football team, the ninth graders, we were all playing, and we just lost the winning
1: game streak. Okay, well, I want to say that because a lot of them don't know. So, Batesville had a 23-game winning streak in junior high football, it was two seasons in a row, went undefeated, uh, and... It was, like, you know, they're 10-game ten, ten seasons. So, two years in a row, uh, Coach Wallace had teams that went undefeated back-to-back years. And then when we were in eighth grade and the guys above us were in ninth grade, we lost that streak against Cersei. So. Right. Sorry. So, we come back in. No, nah,
0: it's good to clarify all that. We're walking back to the locker room. And, of course, me being in eighth grade, tiny little home. Goofy. <laughs> Goofy. And I wasn't playing all that much, you know. I mean... Uh, It was ninth grade really playing, and I was just hanging out. (laughs) But we got back, and I didn't really care too much like I should have. And I was, like, whatever, making jokes, this Mm -hmm. and that. And one of the guys was really upset and uh, saw me making a joke, comes over, and I just took (laughs) off my pads, too. Oh, gosh. And gives me an uppercut right to the gut. Holding me over, and I was like,
1: <laughs> "Yeah." and he was like, shut up! Yeah, he yeah. like,
0: shut up, we just lost. Yeah. The guys
1: are crying, and it was rough. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it, it's a big deal. If you if you guys don't know, if none of you are from Batesville, football's a big deal at Batesville. Oh, yeah, and I mean, and of course, that comes
0: with uh, putting what's your identity in, and I should've I should have realized that even though it wasn't that big deal to me, it's still a big deal to somebody else. So I just yeah. kind of want you to realize that, and uh, be sure to uh, always be careful
1: how you're uh, presenting yourself. I hope you guys are paying attention to us and not the dogs. It is a zoo in here. It's a zoo. <laughs> no, but uh, we'll keep it in here, you know. Real. I think I'll keep it. Now I'm going to tell my story. So when I played football in junior high, I was a running back. And uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, we were playing... It was kind of funny because Coach Walls, I didn't play some eighth grade games because he was like, you're going to play an eighth grade Because I played with the ninth grade a little bit. And he was like, you're going to play an eighth grade game and get hurt. I was like, Coach, come on, let me play. Come on, let me play. And he let me play against Annie Camp, And I was like, yes. So I scored one touchdown. And at that point, and eighth grade was kind of like my peak of cockiness. Like I was a cocky kid. And then I got humbled, like big time. So I scored one touchdown and, you know, dapping up HUD, all my boys i was like boys let's go you know all this and that and then i got the ball and it was probably the second quarter and i was running it was like a 60 yard run and i was running and running and running i was probably at the 20 or 15 yard line and i started to slow down because i was like oh you know i'm in the i'm in the end zone and this dude caught up to me and he was like dragging me you know like he had his foot like he dove like at my feet and he like had me and he was like holding on to me, and I was like, you know, like running like this, trying to like go forward. Well, then two other dudes caught up to me, and my ankle, like I went down, and my ankle went like this, yeah. and three different dudes like went on my ankle, waited. I was out for two months. Didn't get to play. I didn't, uh, I didn't get to play like the first two or three weeks of basketball season. And basketball is a way bigger deal to me <laughs> than football. Sure, sure, <laughs> like, sure. no, but, but so what happened was because I, Because I slowed down. Because I was like, oh, I'm in the end zone. I slowed down. I was out for two months after that. And I was like, like, I was mad at myself. And I was just like, it really humbled me, honestly. Like, that was probably one of the most humbling moments of my life. And I think everybody gets humbled,
0: whether they like it or not. But it's a a good thing to have that. And it
1: kind of sets things for you. Well, from that point on, like, I remember I was just like, Like, that's whenever I did, you know, I started developing more of a relationship with the Lord. And in ninth grade, that's when I was like, I will never do that again. I will never not go hard. I will never. And I tried to do things more for the team than myself. And it's like whenever we do things for ourselves, again, we can only do so much. But when we do things for other people and for God, we can do a lot more. That door opens up way more. For
0: sure. Yeah, Brian says, um, I think that's really cool. I like, I really like that about how. Mm -hmm. You know, you try to open the door, and it takes everything you got to barely get in it, you know. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And then when you finally say, God, take this from me, everything's open. Yeah. And
1: real peace, guys, real peace comes from trusting God and from putting your confidence in Him. Because when we put our—if I put my confidence in my friends or in, you know, my abilities or whatever— I mean, I know we said it a lot, but we really want to get it across. Like, it's going to fail you. Like, the Lord is the only thing that is eternal. The only thing that will always, uh, you know, come through for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll pause it. Yeah. Crap. Now that the dogs are gone. So... We're gonna talk a little bit about how to build your confidence. Um, Me personally, I love, uh, I'm on like the 747 reading plan, which is, uh, it's called here. So what you do is you highlight the scripture you're reading for that day. You explain what you think it means to you. uh, Then you talk about how you can apply it to your life and then you write out a prayer to God. And I think, like, that gives me confidence, knowing that when I'm reading and whenever I'm praying, I'm actually intentionally doing it. Like, I'm not just, like, reading just to read. Like, I analyze the scripture, I write it out, and I, um, you know, give my, my own, um, not opinion, but, uh, what's the word? What was the word? For uh, I don't know. You know what I mean. I'm, like, doing it my own. I'm on my own. And guys, when you do things on your own, you can build confidence. Like whenever you pray on your own, whenever you read on yeah, your own, because just, it's you.
0: I was just about to say that mm-hmm. um, with the prayer, that's how I build my confidence. And if I'm nervous about something or if I'm uneasy about it, I'll pray about it. And that'll kind of give me that satisfaction or that push to do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like you feel God tell you on your heart, you've, I've seen you like, and I feel like God wants me to go talk to them right now. Yeah. And then it'll give you that push to do stuff like that when you have that close relationship and you're able to say, when you're able to really communicate, then you're really able to
1: act. Well, and I've found, you know, ever since I've dove deeper into my relationship with God, I think God puts a lot of things on our heart, Um, but it's our job to take the first step and to put in it and like take initiative and go do that. You know, praying whenever, you know, when I say God putting something on your heart, what I mean is I feel like when he puts something on your heart, it's any idea or anything that you feel that, that like, tug to do that could be used for his good. Um, right. Yeah, and so, and not all the time, but you have to pray and you have to be content about what you're about to do. Like, sometimes I'll pray about it and maybe I don't feel led to do something after I initially had that thought. But when I look at something, I'm like, man, this, like, like, this could be used for God's good. I have more confidence in my relationship with him once I do that. And I'm like, yep, that was right. Should have done it. I like what you said, the initiative, like, faith requires initiative. Mm-hmm.
0: It, nothing's going to come to you without you, like, acting on it.
1: Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. Uh, can I, I'm going to tell you the story about little Timmy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. okay,
1: so there's a story about a little boy. His name's little Timmy. And his mom comes in the room, and she says, hey, Timmy, make your bed. He's like, okay. So he, for an hour he prayed. He's like, God, help me make my bed. God, help me make my bed. God, help me make my bed. And another hour passes. God, help me make my bed. Help me make my bed. Two hours later, his mom comes in there, and she sees him praying, and she looks at him, and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm praying that God will help me make my bed. And she says, son, you're perfectly capable of just making your bed. And then it was like, basically, the moral of the story is, gosh, to says this all the time, we wait for perfect conditions to go do something. If you want to encourage somebody, have the confidence that God will give you that, like, confidence whenever you go do that to talk to that person. You have to put your confidence in God. If you want to go encourage someone, go encourage them. There's never going to be perfect conditions. There's not going to be a sign on the wall that says, hey, I think you should go do this. No, you have to take the initiative and take the first step to do it yourself.
0: What is it? Uh, <clears throat> a thousand mile walk starts with one step. For sure. So uh, just remember that, guys. Remember what you have a confidence in, and uh, I'm gonna
1: out. So. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and I just want to say that real quick. I, I think that's the hardest part about anything is just starting. That's yeah, the hardest part. Uh, with confidence, you know, you want to get better with your confidence in the Lord. As hard as it is, like crack open your Bible and listen. I don't like when people are like. Well, have you read your Bible today? Like, it shouldn't be like that. We need to explain to people why they should read their Bible. Why they should do this. Why they should do that. Like, you know, we have a lot of teachers. I I like to say we have too many teachers and not enough guides. Too many teachers not enough Indians. For sure. So what I'm saying is take the first step in anything you want. Have confidence in yourself that God will give you the strength to go after what you want. To you know, get better in your addiction, or to you know, to uh, get better in that relationship with him, or to get b- better in a relationship with somebody else, or whatever. Just take the first step and have confidence that God's gonna, that God's got you. Sorry, bro.
0: Amen, dude. Yes, yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today, and uh, thank you for this great talk. And uh, knowing what our true identity and confidence is in, and helping us to lead that way, and to show people that. Everything fails but you, and I want to thank you for allowing us to be here together and uh, talking about this, and I want to thank you for the person that's out there listening right now that can hopefully spread this too. Lord. Thank you for all you do, and just now pray. Amen. Amen.